This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Raw Reaction Series. Joining you at 8am every morning. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well and enjoying the start of what will hopefully be another brilliant week of Arsenal. Lots of news to talk about, lots of things to discuss and lots of transfers to get into. This won't be your only show of the day. We're going to be doing another one this afternoon as well. Lots more discussion to be had. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel if you haven't done so already and dropped a like on the video as well. Let's say good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. Schooner Legend, good morning to you. Matt G, good morning. ACS, good morning to you. Harvey, Jack White, Manu. Uh, Dez, good morning. Brad, Simon, Olu, Sartvik, Mike. Hope you're doing all good and well. Tulip TB, Stevie, Bradley, Rob, Anthony, Inger. Hope you're doing good, guys. Uh, Dave, Adam, Steve, Blackshine, Tony, Big O and Canoe. Good morning to everybody joining us today. Hope you are all having a fantastic start to the week and that everything's treating you well in the world uh, because, you know, got to stay positive while we can. Let's get on with things, though, and tell you, as always, to go and subscribe to the Arsenal way. We hit 11,000 subscribers over there, so thank you ever so much for everyone that's helped support the channel. Um, thank you so much, as always, um, for, for tuning in and supporting what's been going on over there. But thank you um, for the continued support. Uh, we kick off by telling you to go check out an article that went out this morning. Of all the 10 strikers, and there's been more than 10 that have been linked to Arsenal, I had the task of sitting down and ranking them from 1 to 10 in terms of who I think would be the best options for Arsenal. Link to my page is in the description at football.london always. So make sure you give that a read. And let me know how you see the top top 10 ranking list and where you would rank the 10 strikers that are in the list of players that we could sign this summer and a massive thank you as always to the really kind comments that get left on the channel the chat I had with James a couple of days ago got some really really positive feedback a lot of you want to see James come back onto the channel and I can assure you that's certainly 
it will happen. Um, but thank you to Jack uh, and to Kagi's Threads, Rob, Fell, Tane, Giancarlo, and Paul. Thank you for your really kind comments and everyone else that did leave some really nice things on the video as well. We kick off, though, with Thomas Partey putting up yet another video of him working through his rehabilitation and getting back to full fitness. There are rumours circulating that he is ahead of schedule, though that is yet to be confirmed officially, and Mikel Arteta will surely be asked about this on Thursday or Friday. I think the press conference is on Friday, to be fair. Um, I'm sure he'll be asked about his recovery and whether or not he could be ahead of schedule and ready to return before the end of the season. 17 days, just less than that, between now and the North London derby. It would take a monumental effort for Partey to be available. And we all know what happened when we rushed him back for a North London derby in the past. So perhaps not the best idea, but we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully he can return as soon as feasibly possible. He needs a pre-season, that's for sure. Now, William Saliba is in talks with the president of Marseille, Pablo Longoria, who has been wanting to keep Saliba until next season. Although that being said, Arsenal's intention remains for him to stay despite reports coming out from Football Insider that claims that Arsenal would be open to selling. As far as I'm aware, that is not the case. Arsenal don't have an intention of selling Saliba at the moment, depending on how he returns and what conversations I had when he comes back. That could, of course, change, but no discussions have yet taken place. So there is no, in my view and in my understanding, no truth in reports that Arsenal are considering selling Saliba at this point in time. So I would certainly take those reports with a grain of salt. Uh, moving on to Nicolas Pepe, however, there is certainly uh, truth in reports regarding his possible exit from Arsenal in the near future. Uh, we all know that Arsenal are targeting a couple of forwards and have been linked to a number of wide forwards, including the likes of Cody Gakpo and Noah Lang. Sinistera has also been linked from Feyenoord ever so recently too, showing that Arsenal seriously have an interest in bringing in a new wide player. Gabriel Jesus, who we'll talk a little bit more about in a second, can also play on the right-hand side, which makes Nicolas Pepe's position in the team even less likely as well. What Arsenal would be expecting is to take a massive hit on what they invested in Nicolas Pepe all the way back in 2019. That's almost a given at this stage. But how much Arsenal will get for him, we don't quite know yet. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with him this summer. Well, that being said, there was a couple of inquiries from Lyon and uh, from Marseille in January, but nothing came of them. Ruben Neves uh, has been linked with Arsenal once again. And not only Ruben Neves, but also Yuri Tielemans. According to David Ornstein, Arsenal remain very interested in signing a central midfielder and have admiration for both the Wolves and Leicester City central mids. Those players in particular, from my view, would they start over Granit Xhaka if they were in the team and playing in the form that they're at right now? No, they wouldn't. And I think that's a big testament to Granit Xhaka more than it is a slight on Tielemans or Neves. But both players have the potential to overtake Xhaka one day. Um, but right now, do we want to sign a player that's not going to give us an immediate upgrade on what we've got? I'm not so sure. Maybe we should be waiting to find a central midfielder that genuinely gives us an upgrade on what we already have. So let's see what happens with that one. Victor Ozimen continues to be linked and there were reports that Napoli would be wanting upwards of 100 million euros. That is slightly wide of the mark. 80 million euros should be what it would take to get him out of Napoli, which is similar to the fee that they actually paid Lille for him. And that being said, they did send another a number of youngsters in the opposite direction in that deal as well. And that is actually a deal that is under investigation at the moment. So there's some things that have gone on behind the scenes, allegedly, 
um, with that deal. So we'll have to see. And perhaps that's why Napoli have a certain openness to allowing Aussie men to leave. But Arsenal are very interested in him. There were reports yesterday that Arsenal's representatives have met with the players' uh, entourage about sorting out a deal and that he would prefer a move to Arsenal over Newcastle, who are the other interested party in the Nigerian striker. And lastly, our headline story continues to be Gabriel Jesus uh, and that Arsenal would have to pay in the region of 30 million euros if they want to sign him. And that deal also would not what not need to be supposedly all up front. Manchester City would be open to a staggered deal, I suppose, if you're a club with plenty of money. You don't need to be forcing the money to come all at once at the start of a possible deal. So it could be a very, very favourable move that wouldn't even compromise Arsenal's ability to go harder into the market for a number of other players. So that's really exciting stuff to learn that that deal could be really quite easy to get completed and also a deal that wouldn't really damage Arsenal's ability to invest further in other possible targets during this January, during this summer transfer window that we can expect to come very, very soon. In fact, the window will open uh, in June across the UK and then across the whole of the continent in July. But plenty of deals can still happen before you can do the pre-arranged deals. You can do deals before the window actually opens and they just become official after the window officially opens. So expect there to be lots of movement, lots of fun and excitement this summer. We'll be covering plenty of strikers, plenty of midfielders, I'm sure, too. We'll be doing our tactical breakdowns and breaking down analytically with the help of some experts, all of the players that Arsenal are officially linked to. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel to get all of that juicy goodness and tactical analysis as we break down all of our targets. I'm looking forward to doing a few more top 10s on the, on the channel and those ranking videos. If you remember, we did one in January uh, for strikers. It's the, you know, where you fit them into the different categories. I'm sure there's an actual name for it, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that, which I look forward to doing uh, very soon because we're going to be in, I mean, the end of the season is less now than a month away. That's mad. How quickly has this season gone that there's less of a month remaining until it's closed? So, uh, and then it all starts again. And this Arsenal news show becomes the Arsenal transfer show at the end of the season, uh, all the way up until the close of the transfer window. So plenty of excitement to come this summer. Make sure you're part of it and make sure you're continuing to make this 8am show part of your morning routine. You get your breakfast, your juice, your coffee, your tea, whatever is your tipple. And you get on the show and listen. Also available on Spotify and iTunes, etc. as well. If you're listening in the car and don't want to have to see this ugly mug on your screen, you can do it all that way too. Drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new. Let's take a quick break and then go to your questions in the chat box. Let's go. Okay then, let's jump into the chats and see what you guys are saying. Shreyas says, hi Tom, what are your thoughts on Anthony Gordon for cheap if Everton go down? Hmm. He's a good player, but I don't think he's a player that Arsenal um, will necessarily be looking at, to be honest. I think he's one of those players that you probably see promoted teams come up for, mid-table established Premier League teams kind of go for. I don't think he's one that will go to Arsenal. Um, I'm not sure he's the one we should go. Tier list, Sartvik. That is what I was talking about a second ago. Yeah, the tier list videos that we have done in the past. I look forward to doing a few more of them this summer. 
Marcus says, will you be going to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? You could see what the Spurs fans think of your wedding cups. Uh, I'm probably going to be working the North London Derby. I'd be shocked if I'm not, to be honest. So uh, I won't be unless somehow I'm in the press box. But uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens when the rotor comes out for May last one. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Eggshouse says, playing football manager with TGT show, in the, TGT show in the background. Perfect combo. Thank you for joining me, mate. Jeremy says, why are so many people so high on Schick? That's me. I'm one of those, Jeremy. That'll be me. His link-up play is very poor. Disagree. He's overperforming uh, wildly. Disagree. And his pressing numbers rank in the bottom 10% of Europe. He doesn't fit the desired profile. Uh, pressing numbers are important, and I do agree with you. They're certainly not up there with you know the best pressing numbers. Bottom 10%? Is that true? I can have a quick check on that to check that is indeed correct. But uh, I don't expect it to be very high. Uh, whatsoever let's have a quick check uh bottom 14 percent to be fair so he's pretty darn close uh one of the lowest pressers in the game but to be honest Schick isn't the style of striker that you have and that's why you bring in someone like Gabriel Jesus alongside a Schick who is going to give you those types of pressing and energy numbers but Schick is there to be a clinical and late blooming forward I look at him as a player similar to Olivier Giroud whose career kind of explodes in his mid to late 20s and into his 30s rather than what we expected from him in his early years but I disagree about his link-up play I think it's better than you're saying there and certainly his clinical finishing his aerial ability are very very strong and I think he would flourish in this Arsenal team actually uh, Mogul says Partey seems to struggle to hit the ground running I don't see a point in rushing him back to play three games and mess with Xhaka and Mohamed Elneny's partnership I think you raise some very solid points uh, Christian says would you take Max Aarons as a backup right back when Norwich goes down not personally i would keep with what we've got for now and allow the pathway of brook norton cuffey to continue because he is going to be some special right back he's going to be integrated into the team in the pre-season see how he is and then a decision will be made about a loan or whether or not he remains with the team for next year uh, wes says what about Erdegaard's position we have no depth and there are any no links uh, for possible players in that position it's true. We do have Smith Rowe, of course, who can play left wing and as a number 10. No one really linked as kind of that right centre midfield, more free-flowing, creative midfielder. Maybe that's because if he's out, Smith Rowe would come into the number 10 role and we play more 4-2-3-1. But we'll have to wait and see because I imagine we'll sign someone that isn't even linked to us right now. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Malcolm says, who is the immediate upgrade in the midfield? For me, it's Genie Wijnaldum. Um, I think he's a player that is of world-class level at 31 years of age. I think he's not someone that necessarily would block the path of assigning a real quality midfielder if there isn't one available this summer. And that's important. I know there's like, you know, there's always going to be a big clamour for us to go out and sign a midfielder that is young and prosperous and got filled with potential. But if there isn't one available that genuinely upgrades on what we have, I'd rather go for a more experienced option, someone that can give you an immediate impact for one or two seasons. And then next summer or January, if there's one becoming available, you can go and get the signing that you need then instead of wasting, say, £50 million on a Ruben Neves. Not necessarily wasting, but certainly in the context of spending £50 million on a Neves who isn't necessarily going to give you more than what you've got already at the club if that makes sense so I'd rather go for a you know the other one is Ilkay Gundogan but I don't think Manchester City would let him leave to be fair and Constantine says how many players Arsenal should sign this summer to be strong enough for the Champions League next season I think five I think we should be looking at five players two forwards a wide forward a central midfielder and a versatile fullback that can replace um 
either Cedric or and and the other side. Versatile fullback in a sense that they could, like a Joachim Mahler or a Pedro Porro, these types of players that can play on either side. And then you move on Cedric or Tavares. I think one of those could be moved on. If not, Tavares, I think, would be less likely to move on Cedric a lot more so. Uh, Rohe says, what about a cheeky bid for Dewsbury Hall if we get Champions League? Perhaps that is someone that we could look to. Very exciting young player. But again, doesn't really upgrade on what we've already got. Uh, Ollie says, Tom, do you think we should try to pass it around the back and then score in the last minute so every game is 1-0? It works on FIFA. It works on FIFA for a reason because FIFA is nothing like real life. (laughs) Um, No, we shouldn't. We should try and be proactive and attack and hit on the counter when need be and stay defensively solid. No, passing around at the back is not a realistic tactic in the world of football because there's so much more human error involved than there is on FIFA. Uh, Stevie says, Tom, would you consider Rafinha and Richarlison? I would consider Rafinha, but not Richarlison. Rafinha, I think, is of a very good Premier League standard. Richarlison, not worth the money that he would cost to bring in. Uh, Triggy says, which one would you sign? Prime Jesus or Prime Rashford? Really good question. Uh, Prime Rashford is someone that has, since the age of 20, scored over 100. uh, He's got over 100 Premier League contributions, I think, or something across all competitions. He's definitely got over 100 uh, goals. Um, in those three or four years. So there's an argument to say that you would bring in Prime Rashford, but the thing is I don't think he necessarily suits Arsenal as well as what Jesus suits Arsenal. I think Jesus actually suits what Arsenal and Arteta is trying to do a lot more than Rashford. So I think I would actually lean towards Jesus in terms of an option for a forward player because of what he brings to the team and it fitting more seamlessly in with what we already have. Uh, John says, this summer, Jesus, Sterling and De Bruyne, maybe they'll throw Pep in as well. (laughs) Wilson says, why on earth does Bailey predict that Arsenal will draw with Everton? Come on, man. Bailey's very grounded. You know, he doesn't want to get his expectations up. So I can respect that. Um, Marcus says, great Arsenal way prediction show, but Bailey, eight points more negative than me. How many more points would you predict from our, what, from our last four, five, five games? I think we're going to beat. I think we're going to beat West Ham. I think we're going to beat Leeds. And I think we're going to beat Spurs. I think we're going to get into the Champions League at Spurs. That's my prediction. I hope I'm right. I predict a win at Chelsea. So, you know, I've got a decent record for this. Not in the Arsenal way, but the week of Chelsea, I predicted a win against them. So uh, let's let's wait and see. Uh, let's go to... Oh, hold on. My phone's ringing. Give me two seconds as we have a short break. Yep, yep, so Jesus is coming, yeah, sweet, all right, oh, oh no, I'm on the stream, hold on, you didn't hear that, you didn't hear that, Matt G says, say we sign six players this summer, how many, if any, would you like to already be playing in the Premier League, I think two of them is what you've got to target, I think if we can get in two Premier League ready players all the time, that's that's a really good way to progress the squads, bring in two players that are already accustomed to the Premier League, and and that's a really solid move. Of course, we might get the, the squad to a stage where we don't actually have to worry about it, but you know, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, PJT says, with the wages reportedly saved in the past few windows, potential player sales and inclusion of potential European revenue, how much higher do you think Arsenal's spending may hit in the summer? Oh, it's a really good question, actually, PJT. I think spending may go similar to what we did last year because I think that whilst it won't be spread across as many players as evenly, I think you'll see two players cost significantly more than the others. And the others might be more depth signings or potential signings or free signings. 
Dybala, for instance, is one I talk about a lot because he's going to be a free deal. And if Arsenal can get that done, that'd be a really sweet move for them on a free one, even though he costs significantly more wages. So we'll have to sight and see. Uh, let's go to uh, Amara says, anyone who should be looking um, at the championship uh, or who will you be hesitant even if they have Premier League experience? You know, a lot of people are going to start bringing up the name Alexandra Mitrovic after he reached 40 plus league goals. <laughs> this season I don't think that's one we should go for I think you know he's if anything Fulham should be doing everything they can to keep hold of him he'll be the best chance they've got of staying up next season but we know from players that come up from the championship to the Premier League that it doesn't always work sometimes it does sometimes we see some really really good moves but I don't think that's necessarily would be one I might be wrong we'll have to wait and see but uh, I think he's one of those players like you know that we're in that little uh, grey area, the Norwich area, if you like. Too good for the championship, not necessarily good enough for the Premier League. We'll have to wait and see. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about acting? I don't know what you're talking about. The Sox guy says, you once said uh, no to Firmino. Can you see similarities with him and Jesus? Uh, I said no to Firmino because I don't think he's got the dynamism that Jesus has got. Jesus has got a hell of a lot more energy about him, a lot more pressing about his game. He's a lot more of a number nine than Firmino is when he plays at striker. So that's why I would say no to Firmino and yes to Jesus. I don't see as many similarities between the two as maybe you do just, you know, off a, off a glance between them. I think they are quite different in terms of their style. Jesus isn't a false nine, whereas Firmino, certainly I look towards more as a false nine. Priyank says, Tom, I just want Gnabry as a striker and one backup tall striker. What do you think? Recently, many homecomings are not successful. I would like to see the contrast in options at the top. I think if we go for a Jesus or a Gnabry, the other striker, I think, is much better to be more of a characteristically target man style to give us a different style of option. I think that's definitely something that we should look to have. But I'm not sure if it's something that we will do because I think that we're being linked to a lot of players that are quite diminutive and small. Jesus, Joao Felix, Lautaro Martinez, Jonathan David, Paolo Dybala. These are all players that are quite small. Whereas the players like Patrick Schick, you know, we're not really that strongly linked to him. Tammy Abraham is a bit taller, but aerially needs to improve. Uh, the same can be said for Victor Ozzyman. Again, whilst quite rapid, and yes, he's a bit taller, certainly a lot taller than Gabriel Jesus, isn't known for being you know, your aerial target man style, more your Aubameyang play off the last man uh, finisher in the box style forward. So we aren't necessarily being linked heavily to those. I don't want to call them plan B because I think Schick and, you know, those type style of players are better than what you would describe as a plan B, but certainly more physical, aerially dominant presence. We're not being linked to as strongly to those types of players. Um, Basuma, Phillips, Jesus, David in plus recoup the fringe players says the godfather, Tavares, great athlete but ter terrifyingly defensive uh, terrifying defensively at the moment great show, top four, please, please, please thank you, really appreciate the kind comment I think if that was the window that we had it would be a very, very positive window I think we do need some more fringe replacements though, that's for sure uh, Shruti, Instagram is uh, on the bottom of the screen, I'm pretty sure. It's just the Guna Talk. You can find us there. Uh, PJT says, good answer. Uh, really looking forward to your coverage again over the summer. Regarding the magic number of signings, I'd say five to six personally. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I think is, is probably the right area of team. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Sammy says, Tom, does it bother you that Tielemans gets caught ball watching too often? Yes, it does. It does bother me. This season he's been ball watching a hell of a lot more than he should have done. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, Tulip says, after that performance, Al Pacino wants to know your location, <laughs> Tom. 
I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, guys. I really, really don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> How tall am I? Says Moa. Six three. If you want proof, ask anyone that went to the uh, the Hippodrome because I am. <laughs> I am that tall. I don't know why people thought I was short for some reason. I, people used to watch those saying, "You're not. You're not six foot," and then they meet me in real life and they're like. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, <laughs> something says, I might be the first one to think about this, but should we do a Sol Campbell and sign Harry Kane? Look, if you could sign Harry Kane, yeah, absolutely. It won't happen, but yes, absolutely. Take him away from Spurs, it'd be hilarious. And he's one of the best strikers around. Like, I hate being complimentary of Spurs players, but if you said that we could sign Son or Kane, who's turning that down? Who's turning that chance down? Um... Elite says Firmino is the highest goal scorer uh, and 15 is not good enough. Um, f- fair enough. I think Firmino is a very good player. I just don't think he's the right age profile anymore for Arsenal. Um, what do you think of Awar? He is the world class. Him and Partey and Odegaard would be actually world class. I'm not a big fan of Awar 10K, I'm afraid. Um, I'm just not a fan of his. I think that he's a player that when Leon play bad... He's a more of a passenger. He's not the type to take the game by the scruff of the neck and drag Leon to a victory and lift up all of the players around him. He's he's a bit of a luxury player. He's someone that when the team's playing well, he plays well. And, you know, it makes everyone better when they're playing well. But if everyone's playing badly, his level drops in the same kind of way. And I don't want a character like that, to be fair. Uh, Pepper says, do you think we can still... Uh, I don't know who that is. Uh, I have no no idea who that is. Let's have a quick check. <laughs> what I like to do is I often like to type these in um, beforehand so I can get a good idea. Jezurun uh, Rak Saki, uh, who I've never heard of before, 19-year-old, left winger, Crystal Palace, um, used to play in Chelsea's youth team, unsurprisingly, 15 goals and four assists in 23-under-23s games this season. He's got one Premier League appearance coming off the bench for 13 minutes as well. Interesting talent. Know nothing about him, but seems quite the player. Um, so good spot, Pepper. Um, good spot indeed. But I've not heard anything about him personally. So certainly one to check. Um, James says, how dare you still use Spotify after Eck dropped? <laughs> it's just one of the platforms you have to put your stuff on. It's it's nothing to do with loyalty. Oli says, he's four for eight. I've met him. <laughs> um, Amos says, hello, streaming live from Kenya. The best reward Arsenal can give me this season is us qualifying for the Champions League and then sign Darwin Nunez. Amos, I hope your dreams come true, mate, because it would certainly make me happy as well. Uh, Answer says, he's matured, Tom. Have you watched him recently? I mean, I've watched him in the the European games. I can't say that I was wildly impressed, to be fair. He was okay in the game uh, in the first leg against West Ham. Second leg, no, pretty much absent, was taken off because he was, again, they weren't playing well. And Awal didn't play well because West, because Leon weren't playing well. So not for me. Just not the level that I would like to see come in yet. Um, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> just in a really silly... Well, not silly. It's a good question, but um, I don't know why it was asked. <laughs> Gunny says, good morning, Tom. Do you always have to work on match days? Or do you think there is a chance for an Arsenal watch-along one day? We did a watch... I usually do watch-alongs during pre-season. That's the only time I do them. I am working most of the of the match days, uh, unfortunately. I did the blog for the, uh, for the Man United game, so I'm usually pretty tied up for those. I don't do them because, look, a lot of people do watch-alongs. Well, you can watch a lot of people do watch-alongs. And to be honest, there's part of me that's like... 
The game's a little bit sacred to me. Um, I used to do watch-alongs with Hugh Wizzy last season when I wasn't working the match days. And I just don't think I'd do them on this channel. Um, but as I say, I've done them during pre-season because it's more lighthearted and it's just interesting watching the games. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that this year because the games are being played in America. But there will be an Emirates Cup this year, but only across one day. So maybe we'll do the watch-alongs during the pre-season again. But yeah, I'm not that keen... I'm not keen on doing it because I'm so emotional during games. I'm, I'm not like I am on stream. That said, if you watch the Chelsea show reaction, if we win games, I'm pretty much like that for most of the game, but I'm a nervous wreck most of the time. So I don't, I don't do them. Jeff, thank you so much, mate, for the uh, donation. That's really, really kind of you and appreciate the support to the channel. Uh, that's really, really kind of you. Uh, actually, we've had a, a few an influx of recent members on the channel that don't pop up during the... Um, the shows so i can't give them credit and i did want to give them a shout out so thank you to everybody that did uh that has signed up recently i can actually have a quick check in the last week uh a big shout out to tulip the onyx lens anucrisis uh, uh stephen juno khalil ashwin watkins who's rejoined as well um mike bell uh thank you for joining up mate uh, mike freeman rejoined as an ambassador too and nathan thank you so much guys um for helping out and supporting the channel absolute legends really appreciate your time uh iqbal says tom have you heard about nunez is injury woes uh, how injured has darwin nunez been at benfica we can do a quick check on his injury record let's, let's do that now uh he has missed one game this season so not exactly what I'd describe as injury prone. Last season, you know, he had a knee issue. He mixed, missed six games uh, and a hamstring injury, which he missed three games. But again, that's just the, the nine um, that he missed because of injury. Um, and one of them was because of a surgery in May, which spread across um, pre-season. So I don't think he's a player that I would worry about from an injury perspective. Um, to be honest, Iqbal, uh, he's not someone that I would be worried about at all. Uh, Bulgarian owner says, no disrespect to those who do it, but why would I watch people watching a game than the game itself? People enjoy the reactions, Bulgarian Guna. That's why. Do you, do you re like People get so frustrated with commentary on different media outlets because they're just not fans of it. So they would rather see passionate Arsenal supporters, I suppose, watch the game. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that. I mean, Hugh does, did, a fan, well, you did a fantastic watch along. He still does fantastic watch alongs this season. So... I can understand why people do. You get the energy, the, the the entertainment's there. So yeah, I think that's why. Um, Mitra says, Morning Tom, you look a lot more trim. Have a watch for a while. Good luck with the wedding. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. There's been, to be honest, minimal effort in trying to get a fitter for the wedding and a little bit more in shape. Maybe it's just because I had a shave this morning. That's probably the reason why. Um, but yeah, no, thank you. And I had a lot of kind comments at the um, at the live show the other day, but thank you for that. Jeremy, thank you so much as well for becoming a member. That's really, really kind of you. Welcome to the crew. And I'm sure that the uh, the TG10 members in the chat box will um we'll welcome you along what i realized we didn't do is if you are a member you actually get access to the members emojis in the chat box as well i don't really use them enough i don't prompt you enough to use them and i made the mistake after the man united game of not telling people to use the jacka boom emoji how on earth i forgot not to get people to use the jacka boom emoji is mad so if you are a member and you are in the chat box right now we need to make up for lost time so let's get some jacka boom emojis going in the chat box because they were criminally underused during uh during that game yeah team cedric dan was not the right one the cedric one was not what i said <laughs> um 
Will says, uh, would you take Kukureya? Kukureya is, what, you say his name twice. If you say it three, no, three times, is it, does he appear in a mirror? Is that what happens? Uh, Kukureya is a fantastic talent. Really like him. Lots of potential still. Still very young in his early 20s. I would have signed him when he left Hatafe. I would have signed him when he left Abar. I would have signed him from the Barcelona Academy. I've talked about Kukureya a lot. I like him. Um, I would have had him over Tavares. Yes, absolutely. Um, he says, I watch Curtis's watch-alongs. Yeah, Curtis does a really good watch-along. I don't always agree with what Curtis says, but uh, yeah, yeah, Curtis does a great one uh, as well. Lots for you to check out, that's for sure. Um, let's. Uh, have you seen Detectorist's show? No, I haven't. I don't even know who that is. Um, send me a link to their channel, Ali. I've not seen who they are. Um, I'm laughing now. <laughs> Jack has gone a bit mad in the chat box now, to be fair. Uh, Manu says, what will happen to Lokonga and Aziz next season? Lokonga, I think, will stay. I think Aziz will go on loan. Aziz has a big season next year. Aziz has got a little bit of a make-or-break season, really. I mean, he needs to go on loan to a club where he can play every week and get enough time because at the moment that's not happening. So there you go. Uh, Stevie says, Tom, uh, will it be off for David if we brought Jesus? No, I don't actually think it would be, Stevie. I know what you're thinking because they're quite similar in terms of their uh, their profile, if you like. They're quite similar in that sense. So when you consider the fact that they're players that are diminutive, pressing, energy, uh, can play off of another striker, I can see where you're coming from. But actually, I think that Arteta likes those type of players so much that if he could sign two, I think that he probably would. Carl, thank you so much for joining up with the crew. Um, again, I'm sure the chat box will welcome you to the TGT family. If you are, of course, uh, not just Carl, but also to Jeremy who signed up, you are uh, expert members or TGT ambassadors, you can join our Discord server. I'll make sure to put a new link in the community tab after today's show. Um, let's go to Dan says, I'd rather watch paint dry than a watch along. It's not for everyone. And that's absolutely fine. We've all got different likes and interests and preferences. So if you don't like watch alongs and prefer to watch the game, do that. That's what I do. Uh, I really enjoyed doing the watch alongs with you when I had the time to do it and I wasn't have my commitments with work now, but you know, if you don't like them, don't watch them. But what I would say is like mysterious billionaire points out. Goldridge's watch-alongs are hilarious. It's like if you haven't seen if you haven't seen his reaction um, to us going one nil up, please do. I can't repeat it because you know we try not to swear on the channel, but it is very amusing, very very amusing indeed. Um, thanks, Carl. Much love, uh, Stephen. Welcome, Carl. Absolutely welcome indeed. Everybody, get welcoming Carl and uh, and Jeremy as well. Uh, Priyank says, Tom, whenever Lakonga plays, I think he has done well, but I don't know why we can't control the midfield the same way as with El Nenny. It's because they're different types of players, Priyank. They're very different types of midfielders. If you actually listen to a lot of interviews that Lakonga has done, he likes to be more progressive. He likes to be a little bit more adventurous. He's better dribbling with the ball. He wants to progress the play. El Nenny's a lot more competent to be disciplined and do what we would sometimes maybe inaccurately call the dirty work of the game and just sit and pass safely and comfortably and calmly. And that's fine. I think they could play together quite well um, if Xhaka wasn't necessarily available and Lekonga could play in the role that Xhaka's currently playing in. We've got scope to do that. We've got chances, hopefully, next season with European football to do that. Let's wait and see what happens. But uh, I think Lekonga's got a future at Arsenal um, and I think that it's going to be an exciting talent. It's just His personality is absolutely perfect, that's for sure. Um, fantastic stuff. Uh, what is the blue emoji? Uh, the blue emoji is the flying fish because the flying fish gang is what these mental guys came up with for some reason. 
I, it spawned in some random post-match show when people were discussing. It was like someone dived for a diving header, I think it was, and someone said they dived like a flying fish. And someone said fish can't fly, which I agree with. And then it just became a big thing for TGT that we've now got the flying fish gang. Um, <laughs> it's just our mascot. I don't know why. It's just the most random mascot ever. But that's, yeah, with the flying fish gang. Fish can't fly. I'm just going to put that out there. And no one can tell me they can. You do get flying fish, but they cannot fly. They fall with style like Toy Story. That's what they do. It's as simple as that. Uh, PJT says, um, not complaining about watch-alongs. How I found the channel was through your work with you. You guys got me through grim stretches last season. The passion you brought to each game was always brilliant. Yeah, as I said, I really enjoyed doing with you. Um, hopefully, Hugh will be back on the channel very soon. And um, yeah, he's been doing great work. Unfortunately, it just didn't work out this season because I got my new job. So I couldn't I couldn't do them. But yeah, me and I said, I've worked with you years and years ago we used to talk sport together going up to the um the russian world cup in 2018 that was great and uh it was a lot of fun so yeah he's always great do go check out if you're not subscribed already make sure obviously you're subscribed but go and subscribe because it's fantastic uh jeff says how does one join as a member if you go into the description and the link tree if you click the link tree it'll take you to a separate page uh, alternatively uh, you can just type in linktree which is linktr.ee forward slash the guna talk and should take you to the page and then there's a separate link that will take you into memberships uh, and then that will give you access to the discord server once you become an expert member or a tgt ambassador Freddie, yeah i will not work for freelance work for so when i was scrambling away trying to you know as you do in football journalism and taking every opportunity that you can um me and Hugh did or Hugh Hugh had a show uh, leading up to the 2018 World Cup and he very kindly invited me on to chat football and chat about it we used to do games Jeremy Jeremy Eliadier came on one show that was an interesting story I wasn't expecting him to be there and turned up to the studio walked in and Jeremy Eliadier is sitting there and I'm like he looks really familiar I'm sure I know him from somewhere and then the next thing I know, I'm playing a World Cup prediction game with Jeremy Aliadier live on air. So it's it's a funny life. It's a, it's funny how things go. But uh, yeah, uh, very, very much so. As I say, Freddie, I don't always agree with a lot and I criticize a lot. And I think that's the thing that you have to be open about. And I'm very, I respect employers that allow you to criticize. Criticism is is really important, really important. But what I think is that there is a lot of criticism of Arsenal that I criticize that's overly critical and kind of, you know, it's, it creates spontaneous debate that's not necessarily needed. But then you have um, you have people like Laura Woods on there who's fantastic, you know, and really fights Arsenal's corner. So, uh, yeah, I think Darren Bent, despite being an ex-Burs player, is an Arsenal fan. You know, he fights Arsenal's corner a fair amount. Perry Groves also fights Arsenal's corner. There are, uh, you know, plenty of people on there also that do back. But I do criticise the, the spontaneity of some of the criticism that Arsenal get. Um, wrongly but you also have Harry Simeon you know Harry does fantastic work over on TalkSport so it's uh, I try to look at individuals rather than branding everything uh, and I think that's certainly one that you should you should look towards the individuals rather than the platform because I think there are individuals there that are brilliant absolutely brilliant so there you go um let's scroll up in fact how long are we going for nearly 40 minutes all right I'll take a couple more questions then we'll wrap up uh uh, Raj says, uh, should we prioritize another left back in the summer given Tierney's injury record and Tavares being naive? I don't think it's a priority, 
but I don't think it's something that we should rule out, Raj. I think if Real Madrid came in with £50 million for Kieran Tierney and we could bring in someone as good as a backup, you know, say a Grimaldo from Benfica or who else? Who's the other one? Uh, Raum from Hoffenheim, very interesting player, German international. Um, you know, there are options. There are options out there that we could go for. Uh, I'm sure there's one in the Premier League as well that is completely slipping my mind for some really frustrating reason. I like Timothy Castagna. You know, I think he's someone that would be really versatile and good if we could go get him from Leicester. I think he wouldn't cost necessarily loads. He didn't cost them loads. And they're in a position where if we got Champions League football, maybe we could convince Timothy Castagna to join. So I think there are options for Arsenal uh, out there. That's for sure. Uh, how can you join, join the discords? Uh, if you become, as I say, if you go into the YouTube homepage, uh, there should be a link. So if you go onto the YouTube, the Guna Talks YouTube homepage, there's tabs at the top of it where it says home and videos and playlists. And then the next one is community. And in that community tab, there should be a link. Uh, if you scroll down to find the discords, if it's run out, message me or uh, leave a comment on one of the community tab pages and uh, you should then be able to access it it's only for expert members and tgt ambassadors though anyway i can see people dropping off like flies so let's uh, let's wrap things up there thank you so much for tuning in do drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed it and you haven't done so already subscribe to the channel if you are new and i've seen there's plenty of been there's really been loads of new people joining up with the channel and joining the tgt family thank you so much um for the support uh we've just hit thirty-one thousand subs we're on our way already to thirty-two thousand. And the transfer window is usually when things pop off a lot on the channel. So I'm looking forward to seeing what content we can come up with throughout the summer. It's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. But first, we've got a small matter of qualifying for the Champions League. So let's see how that goes. Keep our fingers crossed. I'll be back a little bit later on today. Make sure you go and watch the Arsenal Lounge last night. I uh, joined Mo and Shahina Lev over on their channel. So we had a really good chat about the Chelsea United game and the transfer window plus Arteta. So make sure you go and give that a watch and go and watch the Arsenal way at 10am as well I'm not on there this morning but it's no excuse for you not to go and tune in make sure you give it all the support you can and I will see you a little bit later have a great day and as always up the Arsenal it's the 90 plus minute all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.